Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Josh Davis filling in for Pastor Brad Davis. It's my joy and privilege to get to be with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to each one who tunes in as often as you can. Thank you so much for joining us. It is truly a blessing to us and encouragement to us as well. I'm going to continue some of the thoughts from our last program on Elijah out of 1 Kings chapter 17, speaking about the dry seasons of life that we go through and some of the things that God can be doing while we're going through the dry season and our attitude as we are in the dry seasons of life that come our way. Before I jump right into that Bible study with you today, let me invite you again to our church this coming Sunday evening at 6 p.m. We will have a special night of worship featuring gospel singer and songwriter Brother Phil Cross. Again, that's this Sunday, October 23rd, 6 p.m., right here at Antioch Baptist Church. We would love to have you come and worship with us. Also, mark your calendars just a couple weeks away, Sunday, November the 6th at 4 p.m. at the Cumberland Square Park in downtown Bristol, Virginia. Several area churches are coming together for prayer in the park. And this is just a couple days before the important election on Tuesday, November 8th. This is not a political rally. This is simply calling out to the Lord, asking Him to have mercy upon our city, upon our states, and upon our nation. And God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think through Christ Jesus our Savior. Also, let me remind you about Thursday, November 17th at 7 p.m., the Hoppers will be singing here at Antioch, and we would love to have you come and join us for that special night of worship as well. Let's get into God's Word together, 1 Kings 17, and we're talking about the dry seasons of life. What does God accomplish through the dry seasons? What should our attitude be in the dry seasons? Well, Elijah just busts onto the scene It seems like he comes out of nowhere. All of a sudden, he's in Ahab's face and telling him the way that it is. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh, bread and meat in the evening. And he drank of the brook, and it came to pass after a while 
that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. This is 1 Kings chapter 1, excuse me, 1 Kings 17, verse 1 through verse 7. And we see that God is leading Elijah step by step into his will, into his plan. And Elijah was provided for by God. And this is an important lesson we need to learn that wherever God takes you, he will provide. To say it in the old cliche, where God guides, he provides. Where God leads, he feeds. And that's true right here in this text of Scripture. And we see that that is uh, what God is absolutely doing in the life of Elijah. He is supplying for him meal by meal, day by day, moment by moment, the food that he needs the water that he needs out of this little brook that he can enjoy. And God is providing for him. Dear friend, you may have what you feel is a meager supply. Elijah had no refrigerator full of food. He had to trust that these birds were going to show up like God said they would. And that's better than some of these food delivery services, DoorDash or what have you. Here it is coming straight to him from this bird. And God delivers it straight to him, and he enjoys that food, but he doesn't have a massive supply. He's having to rely on God literally, mill by mill. And I believe God is teaching Elijah in that moment, trust me, trust me, every hour of every day, trust me, I can be trusted, and you can trust that I haven't forgotten you, I haven't forsaken you. I haven't abandoned you. Even though there's famine in the land, God is providing food through the ravens for Elijah. And God is making sure that he is continually fed and taken care of, even in this miraculous way. And so we see that God is leading Elijah along. And God is calling Elijah to greater faith in him, greater dependency upon the supply of Almighty God. And God never fails Elijah. These are important lessons that Elijah needed to learn one-on-one with God in this school by the brook Cherith. And can I say God takes us into similar seasons and into similar situations where we can rely on him and learn to trust him for everything that we need. He will provide all the good that we need. And we see that it came to pass, as verse 7 says, after a while the brook dried up. Was Elijah in the will of God when this brook dried up? Certainly, the answer is yes. Obviously, God had told him to go there God had been providing for him all along the way. It's not like all of a sudden he's out of God's will. And uh, the people who teach falsely that when things dry up, when things aren't happening in your life, you must be outside of God's will. You must not be doing something right. Elijah was doing everything right. In fact, God is the one who told Elijah to hide himself. He was not out of God's will being there in that place, he was right in the middle of God's will. And God was taking him through this testing period, 
teaching him to rely upon it on God and to trust in him completely. God redirected him in verse 8 and following and provides for him in another miraculous way. And so our focus needs to be on God. You know, I don't know what kind of season you're in right now. Maybe you feel like you are in a dry season. That is a season that's really stretching your faith, that's really pushing you to your limits. And it could be all kinds of things. I'm not going to start naming things that could be happening, but you just know that you feel that it's a very dry season. I want to encourage you, look to the Lord. Don't turn away from Him because there's a temptation to turn away from God when we're in those dry seasons, to get bitter towards God and say, God, why did you bring me here? Why did you allow this to happen? Why did you... uh, take me to this awful place or bring me into this terrible circumstance. None of that comes from Elijah at this point. He just simply rests and trusts in God to guide him step by step to provide for him meal by meal. And that's all that he is focused on, just trusting the Lord, resting in him. That's where we need to be. Our attention needs to be on God, trusting in him, knowing that he is good He hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't abandoned you. Just because you're in a dry season doesn't mean you're alone or that he doesn't love you anymore. In fact, he may have something great waiting for you around the corner. Just trust in him and watch him provide your every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at AntiochBristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us, and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.